We're going to start off with known. Ooh, yeah, you can... I think it's probably going to help me if you guys are with me in this. So feel free just to give me some like, yes, Becky, and some woo, and some sound effects, because that's going to help all of us. Um, Cheryl's back, because we weren't really sure who was going to be there. Yeah, there we go. We weren't sure who was going to be here this Sunday, so Cheryl and I figured that um, we'd make it up, yeah. Um, Cheryl, tell us a little bit about Known. What is it? How does it work? Um, who is it for? Um, so let me tell you just briefly that um, when we were discussing in the leadership team starting groups and then COVID, in fact, we were going to start groups and then COVID. Uh, so obviously that was all a bit delayed. And then we were talking in the leadership team, we've got this great plan. And uh, I go to bed after the leadership team meeting. The next morning I wake up. Now, I'm not, morning's not really great for me. In fact, evenings aren't either, but anyway. And I woke up with this thought, if running a group's so easy, why don't I start one next week? Because we were going to start them in September, so this is about April, I suppose. And I thought, oh, that's a bit strange. <laughs> and then when I thought about it, I thought, that's got to be Jesus. I'm not, I'm not really used to having those thoughts first thing in the morning. And so I said to Graham, I'm, I'm going to start a group next week. He was like, is that not a bit quick? And I went, nah, well, people will come if they want to. Um, and then that was that. We started known with no plan. I love a plan, but there was no plan just to start the group. And um, what it became really was uh, just an, it, it started with people sharing their story, um, talking about what God had done in their life. And um, really, that's where we stayed. So because we had quite a lot of flux in the beginning, people coming and going uh, or and not coming. And um, it did help that we had dinner together every time we met. I mean, that is definitely for the win. And even if you've got kids at home, it was for the win because you weren't having tea with your kids. You were just having tea with adults and they pick the stuff up off the floor if they drop it. And um, so we just had this group and I think... Um, then we, we ran out of stories in the group. So then we decided to ask other people to come to the group to tell their story. And it was just an amazing opportunity to see what God had done in, the, in people's lives. Um, you know, often many of us have been coming to church together for a long time. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we've heard people's individual stories from their perspective. The things that they feel are important to share. And uh, it's really humbling, really humbling and moving um, to yeah, just hear the things that people have been through, the way that God has intervened in their life. And um, it's just such an encouragement, just such an encouragement to get that glimpse, that little bit closer, stepping closer to one another and, and hearing people's story. Um, I don't know who... Do you want to wave your hand if you've been to Nurture? Oh, yeah? Not Nurture. It used to be... That was something else I did ages ago. Known. <laughs> Has anybody been to Known? <laughs> well, thanks for coming. Um, yeah, I just... Honestly, it was just a great blessing to me. And um, I really valued the time that we spent together. It's like a slow space. You know, we're we're busy and we're... There are things going on, and we go to meetings, and, and all those things are really good. But it's also really good to have slow space and time to connect. What would you say to somebody 
who either they're wondering about coming to a group or they're even wondering if God is asking them to start a group. What, what would you say to them? Well, the great thing about starting a group is, is that at City Church, um, well, probably for some people, the lack of uniformity is a bit of a challenge. Um, but for other people, it's not such a challenge. But I think nobody is asking anyone to start a group in a kind of rigid way. Um, we're wanting people to bring themselves. So you're not being asked to replicate anything. It's like, who are you and what kind of group would you like to run? And that might be to do with your gifts. That might be to do with what you feel God is saying. Um, that might be to do with your like expertise even. But I think the way that they're set up is so that they're easy. They're not supposed to be more than people can manage and... I think that's a really great benefit to people who may have run groups in the past who have felt sometimes a bit weighed down by them, to be honest. The kind of, oh, we've got another group, but they feel like they've committed. But we're, we're asking people to be committed for very short periods of time, and that gives people a lot of flexibility um, in what they run and what they commit to. Um, groups are tricky, right? Church is tricky, to be honest. We come and we uh, really we're stepping closer to one another. And groups are another sort of step forward. And so it's more intimate. And there are loads of really great benefits to that. But classically, as human beings, sometimes it's a bit awkward. And sometimes we feel a bit fragile. And we're not really sure we want to take a step forward to another person. Um, and we come to church and, and that's much as much as we can cope with but I think it's that going to a group it's not just getting to know other people it's actually being seen yourself um you know taking that step of vulnerability to be able to see be seen because uh, I think we all need to be seen really even when we're struggling a bit um and you know there's so many varieties of groups <laughs> that um I think there must be a kind of group. I don't remember how many groups we've got running this year, uh, this term. But uh, Liz did tell me at one point, and even I was amazed at how many groups or different ways of connecting that we've got. Um, take a risk. Give it a go. Uh, you might be surprised. Thank you, Cheryl. You may go now. You can give Cheryl a round of applause. We think it's about nine groups that we've got kind of ready to start again in September. It could be more than nine. Nine is a conservative estimate. Um, okay, our next group we're going to hear from is the Freedom Art Group. So Anne is going to come and share. Um, lots of you will have heard a bit about this group. You might have chatted with people who have gone to the group, you might be somebody who says, well, I can't do that one because I cannot draw stick people. Um, this is going to change your mind, okay? Um, but hopefully this will also tell you a little bit more about really what the group is, who it's for, and how it all works. And tell us a little bit about the group. Okay. Well, the Freedom Art Group is run by Rodney and Sonia, sitting over there. 
It happens fortnightly on a Tuesday evening at Lindisfarne House. Um, we pray together, we listen to the Holy Spirit, and try to unlock our creativity. Um, and you don't need to be an expert artist to join at all, because that's not the point. The point about it is listening to the Holy Spirit and then producing something that will convey something of the Father's heart to other people. So it doesn't have to be fantastic art. It, it's something that will touch somebody else's heart. Um, if you are quite good at art, and you do want to learn a bit more about painting, then we do do a little bit of that as well. So there's something there for everybody. Um, we've been exploring perspective with Sonia. And amazingly, that's what <laughs> I drew <laughs> after that. And it was very easy. Anybody would be able to do produce that same picture. Um, but it isn't primarily about the art. It's about hearing from the Holy Spirit and um, unlocking creativity and touching somebody else through that creativity and um, bringing something of the Holy Spirit and the Father's heart into their life. I drew a painting um, or did a piece of art and gave it to somebody and I was um, surprised uh, later on when I went to their house to see that they'd actually framed it <laughs> and put it on the wall. Not because it was an amazing piece of art, but because it touched something in their heart. Thank you, Anne. That's really good. Um, do you have anything else to share? What would you say to somebody who is not sure whether this is the group for them? I'd say that we're a very friendly group. <laughs> um, we, we, it's not about being a perfectionist. In fact, we've, we've looked at uh, different things. It's not about being a perfectionist. We've explored the purpose of prophecy. We've looked at hearing from God and thing, overcoming fear of failure, overcoming shame, overcoming perfectionism, and rejection. So if you think you want to belong, you don't need to worry about any of those things. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you, Anne. Give Anne a round of applause. Cheryl already said it. We have so many different groups doing different things and in different ways for different people. Um, there's already an opportunity to eat dinner together and do some painting whilst smashing perfectionism and rejection in the face. So that's a really good start. We're going to hear from Barbara, um, who is going to tell us a little bit about the group that she helps to run. Um, and I'll let her tell you what the group is, who it's for, and some great things about it. Thanks. Uh, it's called Worcester Walks, and uh, there's a small group of us that meet on a Monday afternoon at uh, 2 o'clock, and we um, 
range and roam over Worcester, throughout Worcester, beyond Worcester, and even as far as Lindisfarne Island up in Northumberland. So it's quite a stretch, that, quite a walk. <laughs> um, we range from uh, Little Janiya to people who uh, are a little bit older, okay, um, right the way through. Um, it's a great time to walk together, to talk together, to share together, to enjoy what is around us. And um, we have a, a, a fantastic creation to enjoy. Um, and it's really good having Anne with us because she can spot a beetle at 100 yards. And, and the things that we don't know about butterflies now is just incredible. So if anybody wants to stretch their legs a little bit, they're not high intensity. I would say the walks range from easy to um, a, a little less easy. That's about it. Um, from 50 minutes to perhaps a couple of hours. Um, different every week. Um, if you want to just find out where it is we're going, then sign up and every week um, there'll be an email to say where it is we're going, how long roughly it should take, and whether you need crampons or <laughs> that sort of thing. Okay. Thank you. Um, Barb, tell us a bit about um, this group is one that is particularly easy to um, invite people into um, what, what does that look like? How does that work? If I've got a friend who's also free on a Monday, how, how can I invite them? What does that look like? Um, well, anybody. Uh, it's open to anybody. Um, and we've had a few family members come and join us on these walks on some occasions. But if you know of anybody um, who wants to walk or just connect with a small group, um, come along yourself and bring them along. It's, it's that simple. Um, all of our walks, strangely enough, go past cafes. So I don't know how that is, but they do. Um, so we've always got refreshments on hand, um, and it's easy to just connect. That's great. Thanks, Bob. That word connect is a key word. It's the word that we focused on last time we talked about small groups. Connecting together, connecting with God, and having a place where people who don't know Jesus yet can connect with us and with him. Um, I was reading the end of the Gospels recently, the end of the Gospel of Matthew, where it, Jesus is just leaving his disciples for the last time, and many of you will know this. He says to them, go and make disciples. This isn't school. I just thought I'd see if anybody knows it. Go and make disciples. Go into all the world. And um, we talk about discipleship, and we talk about evangelism, and I talk about disciple-angelism, or... Um, does it work the other way? Evangelipalship. Um, they, are, they are one and the same thing. Discipleship is journeying together and with Jesus. Evangelism is bringing new people on that journey. We, none of us started our discipleship journey knowing Jesus. We all of us started it before we knew him. And people traveled with us all along that journey to where we are today. And these groups are a really fantastic opportunity to 
help those people we know who don't know Jesus yet to take a little bit more of that journey and to find some traveling companions along the way. And that might be to invite them on a walk with Barbara and Anne and some butterflies and a cafe. Um, it might mean inviting them to something like Alpha. But the opportunity is there. Every single one of the groups that run across church life are open to anybody. They don't have to be a part of City Church. They don't have to know Jesus. They just need to come along. So I really want to encourage you as you go away from here, as you have a look at the choice of groups, which is now up on the website, you can have a look at what they are, when they're running, you can plan your entire diary around them. Um, you can sign up for them on the 1st of September. But also, you can take time to pray and ask Jesus if there's anybody else you could bring with you. After our Alpha Sunday two weeks ago, has Jesus been talking to you about somebody who maybe would like to come and join us at Alpha? If not, why don't you ask him again? Um, and maybe Alpha isn't the right fit for your friend or your family member or your colleague. Maybe something else is a better fit. I would encourage you, really encourage you, to ask Jesus, ask the Holy Spirit what he's saying. It's so exciting. One of my friends who hasn't been to church in a really, really long time has actually found a connection with us through the board game group. She doesn't want to come to church. She's not ready for that yet. This is quite an intimidating atmosphere for her. But a board game group is a connection for her with our church family and with Jesus. That's one story. I'm sure there are others. So we are going to take a moment. We're actually going to pray together now. We're going to pray together. We're going to get ourselves into small groups. Um, I know we've already done that for communion, but you could always mix it up. If you didn't like that group, just get up and go and find another group. <laughs> um, I'm joking but we're going to pray together we're going to just take a few minutes in groups to pray for our group life as a church to pray if you've got someone in your little group who leads a group or who is part of a group um, please pray for them and as we pray if you have people on your heart in your mind who you think you might want to invite to join us, to connect with us in some way, then let's pray for them as well. Let's pray for them by name, and we'll pray for you for boldness and courage as you ask them. Um, that is pretty much going to be it. We're going to pray together, and then we're going to finish off any coffee that is left over. Um, thank you so much for being here with us today. God bless you all, and we will see you next Sunday. Let's pray.